Hey, welcome to the Play, Move, Improve podcast. You're listening to Robin Papworth. I'm a mum of three little ones, an exercise physiologist, developmental educator and early learning speaker. I'll be empowering you to set up engaging play activities to improve children's development, health and learning outcomes. Thank you for listening. Today, I'm going to take off my therapist hat and put on my parent hat and share with you how recently I've really been struggling to play. Now, in my work, I'm known as the play lady. So I have this pressure sometimes and I put on myself of always wanting to play and always setting up PlayStations and being connected like I tell all of my educators and, and teachers to do. But it's very been, it's been really tricky lately that I've just in my own world been struggling to play. So I wanted to share that story with you and I wanted to give you some tips of how I've got myself back out of it. Um, I think it's important to recognize when things are tough, but then it's also important to work out, well, how can I step forward from this? So yeah, for all those parents out there who just don't want to play sometimes, then this episode's for you. Um, here we go. So when the twins were little, my twins are now seven, nearly eight. When they were little, I used to play all the time. The TV was off. I used to sit on the floor, resign myself just to be sitting on the floor and playing all day. And I, and I loved it. I loved bringing the paint table in, bringing the Play-Doh in. I loved the, I suppose, the mess and the chaos of play. And then I think they were about three and things did start to get more challenging. The gap, I suppose, in my own twins started to get bigger But then I used to take that on as a challenge. I used to love setting up different activities for them at different stages. And then I wanted to set up tabletop activities for Hugh and gross motor activities for Isla and then vice versa. So I feel like when I think of play with the twins, I thought it was really enjoyable. I I loved it. And then little Phoebes came along and I think the third one... And also having a baby with older kids, having a C-section as well, it just threw me off my play game at home a little bit. I still like to talk to all you guys about play and I still love what play gives to children. But I have found it harder to play with Phoebe. I don't know whether it's because she's, you know, I've now been playing on the ground for seven years and I've worn myself out of play um, I'm not sure why, but I've just found it really hard to want to play with Phoebe like I did with the twins. And of course, you know, all of us mums feel that guilt of, you know, why am I not giving Phoebe what I gave the older two? And it, it gets quite emotional. It's an emotional roller coaster, as I'm sure you all know. So I have really noticed myself lately trying to play more with Phoebe. I've got to turn that TV off. I've had to put my phone away and I've had to just really connect with Phoebe in the way that I did with the twins. But I have to admit it, it's not easy. The play lady is not playing very well lately. So I think what I've had to do and I, what I wrote down last night was I just gave myself five tips of how to get myself out of this funk and I'd love for you to come along that journey with me because I am going to have days where I don't want to play. We all have that. But it's been – I wanted to share this story so you're not just looking at my social media, looking at all the perfection of my play in the real world, in the behind the scenes. Sometimes I just don't want to play. The, the pressure to be play lady obviously takes its toll sometimes and I really am proud that I've been given that role and I feel the, the pressure is a good thing. It makes me keep being creative. It makes me keep finding new ideas for kids. But now it's sort of my turn 
my tip number one that I wrote down was to give myself a break. And that's hard to do for us mums sometimes. We tend to hold ourselves with the highest of expectations. And it's just giving myself permission to not feel like playing today and that, that that's okay. And not feel like setting up PlayStations all the time and kids can make up their own PlayStations. And I've had to learn that along the way, especially with Isla and Hugh, I had perfect playstations all set up all the time and I had to learn over these years that they can find their own play they can find a cardboard box or a strip of bubble wrap and and they can create that into something it's taking that um, expectation off myself and putting a little bit of onus onto them you know to help them boost their creativity I also sat and thought to myself last night, you know, what would I tell a friend? If a friend of mine came up to me and said, I just don't feel like playing, would I be putting high expectations on them? Would I say that you should be playing with your children? No. I'd be saying, have you had enough time for you? Have you made yourself a cup of tea in a quiet spot after they get home from school? What are you doing for you? Um, So I had to give myself a bit of that uh, permission and a bit of that friendly love last night. Number two was I just wanted to sit down and prioritize my to-do list. You know, what really has to be done by me and what can the kids do a little bit? I think when I don't want to play, it's my feeling of overwhelm. That's when the overwhelm kicks in, when the bucket's empty and I don't have much more to give. So I wrote down a list of tasks yesterday. I actually gave the kids their own washing. Now, old me would have folded the washing perfectly, got them to put it perfectly in their drawer. But over the last probably 12 months, I have let that go. I just give them their washing. It's not folded. And I just let them put it in their drawers the way that they know how. You know, it's funny. Hugh will put it in perfectly. He'll fold it all up and put it in perfectly. Isla will be like me and just throw it in the drawer, shut the drawer and there's no issue there. So... I've had to find jobs. Last night I wrote down a list of jobs of, you know, what things that I have to do, but what can I give to my husband? What can, you know, there's tasks that he can do and there's tasks that the kids can do. Even Phoebe can put away her own clothes. Even Phoebe can help me fold up the towels. So it's really an eye opener of why am I not wanting to play lately? And I think that overwhelm kicked in and it's now step number two is delegating to all of us so we can all help each other. Easier said than done, but we're on the road to that yesterday. Number three was to ask the twins mainly what activities they'd like to do with me. I think as they've got older, they have their own interests now. You know, we used to all play together at the building table. We used to all play together at the Play-Doh table and now they're finding their own way. Hugh, when I asked Hugh to write down what he'd like to play with me, he wrote to play football or basketball outside. What Isla wrote was to pick flowers with mum, both outside, which is great. That's that's where they want to be, but we're spending so much of our time inside. You know, when you try and find out what these what the kids actually want to do, we're mismatched. You know, I like to be, I'm, I'm an indoors type of person. They're an outdoors person. So it's trying to fit all that in that I get to have my me time inside with my book and my bath that's that's my thing and but then I want to schedule what they want to do so it's you know even finding out what they like to do was fantastic last night so we've now put that on the calendar on our fridge and while daddy cooks dinner I'll be playing basketball or picking flowers and I am really looking forward to that because I feel like when they go to school we disconnect from the older ones a little bit we don't get to have that quality time that I am having with Phoebe during the day while they're at school so I'm really looking forward to putting the 
other tasks away. Other tasks can wait. But when the, when Daddy's cooking dinner, um, that's that's the time that I can help. I if if you don't have someone to help you cook dinner, it's it's hard. But it's just five minutes. That's what I've been trying to repeat to myself. It's just five minutes. Uh, you know, I've put so much expectation on that it has to be a forty-five minute play session because that's that's my job. But when it's at home, five minutes of full connection with my kids is, is enough. It's, so it's just, again, it's, I'm also teaching myself here. So I'm not just the, the only one that's in this boat. I'm sure you're feeling that, that pinch as well. So it was really interesting getting them to write down what they would like to do with me. And they're really excited now to be doing that after school, even if it is just for five minutes. Number four, I just wanted to write down five-minute five, five activity options. So when I get my mind into it, five minutes is enough, giving myself permission that five minutes is enough. You know, I fit five minutes per child. That's 15 minutes. I, I can do that. The 15 minutes is how long our hot chips take to cook in the oven. So I've got 15 minutes. It's just changing the overwhelm. It's just when I feel overwhelmed, I tend to sit and procrastinate. Instead of doing that, it's I've got 15 minutes to, to connect. So we wrote down lots of five-minute activities like a board game, um, going outside and picking flowers, going for a walk. There was all these little five-minute things. There was also the kids were great in we could plan 15-minute group activities. So we could all be in it together for 15 minutes if it was a 15-minute walk or we can break that down into three five-minute activities. Of course, with Phoebe still at home, it's not a huge deal that I have to separate you know, Phoebe's time. Phoebe gets a lot of my time and a lot of my play lately, but it's the older two that I really feel like I've been missing since they've started school. So five minutes per kid per day is my goal. And the, just listing those activities means that you know I know that after school, they're going to come home and I'm going to feel overwhelmed again. But if I look at that list, it breaks it down for me and just inspires me to go. It's five minutes. You know, I can do five minutes. The last one I wanted to look at was, you know, I, in, in all of our worlds, we rely on our phones. I rely on my phone to check my email. I rely on my phone for social media. I, my business is run off my phone and so is my personal life. So I'm just going to put my phone away between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. Now that's easier said than done. Some days I might not achieve that. But my goal is if, if my phone's away between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m., then there's no distraction. There's no pressure either. There's no pressure to check my emails, to respond to comments. So I do apologize if you comment between 3 and 6, but I've got to, you know, I really need to start putting those boundaries down for me. It's coming up with... I've, I've become aware that I'm struggling to play and I've become aware that this is all becoming a lot at home. This is, my, this is my action plan. I can sit and wallow in it and I can sit and procrastinate or I can think, well, how can I move myself forward and what actions can I take to move myself forward so that I'm happier and that the whole family is happier. So they're my five things. Yeah, I hope you can join me on the journey. I ho I'm not going to get it right every day. This is a new beginning for me. But from today, we're gonna. I'll go back through the five things. It's, I'm going to, number one, give myself a break. Give myself permission to feel what I feel, to feel overwhelmed, to feel frustrated. But then what would I tell myself if I was a friend? If, if, if I was a friend, I'd be telling them, come on, you can do this. It's five minutes a day. So giving me that pep talk in a way. Number two is to prioritize my to-do list. I want to write down a to-do list each week of what things need to be done, but what do they all have to be done by me? Who else can complete those tasks? And most importantly, what things don't matter? Does it matter that the, that the clothes are in the drawers and they're not folded? 
does it matter that when I put the groceries away, it's not all in perfect order? You know, what matters and what doesn't matter? It's trying to prioritize those things. Number three is, was great to ask the twins what, and mainly the twins, what they would like to do. What, what would they like me to teach them this week? What would they like me to do with them this week? So I'm inspired by them rather than me coming up with the play activity ideas for them all the time. Number four was to write down five-minute activities. So take the inspiration that they've given me and write it down in a list of five-minute quick activities that we can do each day. Again, it's just to get the ideas out of my head and onto paper. You know, being the play lady in my work, I find that easy because I'm not emotionally attached um, to the... I don't have this expectation on myself that I have to give them full emotional connection. When, it, when they're my client, emotion isn't always involved. Of course, empathy and compassion are involved with my clients, but it's different when they're your kids. When they're your kids, you want to make sure, am I showing them enough love? Am I giving them enough morals? Am I teaching them values? So it's all that pressure. If I just write down five-minute activities, it puts it back in perspective of this is all they need. They just need quality time of five minutes a day. They'll take that. They'll love that. It's better than at the moment me being you know, procrastinating and a bit snappy. So that was number four. And then number five was the main one is just to put my phone away between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. And that's family time. You know, we've never had that. I suppose when the twins were little, I didn't have Instagram and Facebook and it was only just starting Facebook. And I definitely didn't have it for my business. So I think possibly the reason why I feel overwhelmed with Phoebe is I'm so distracted by the screen of it so that's my goal they're my five things I'm going to try from this week on and um, please share anything that you think might have worked for you in your home and I'd, I'd love to hear it there's a comment section below um, even if you wanted to email me or find me on Facebook at Play Move Improve I'd really love your tips and your strategies and what works and what doesn't work and hopefully soon the play lady will be back, um, not just at work, but most importantly, the play lady will be back up and running at home. I really appreciate you listening. I know this is a different tone of how I would usually run my podcast. So thank you so much for your time and have a fantastic day. You have been listening to Robin Papworth, exercise physiologist, developmental educator, speaker, author, mum of three from Play, Move, Improve. If you have enjoyed our content, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or on our website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Have a great day.